welcome to podcast number 11 for Thanks for Your Service. I'm David Hall. Thanks for Your Service is a news and information resource and its focus is on historical topics relating to the Australian military. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Thanks for Your Service. Our website is www.thanksforyourservice.net. You can also email us at info at thanksforyourservice.net. In this podcast, we head to Brisbane and hear from Jeff Hopkins-Weiss and Greg Chakura, who have just released a book titled Mephisto, Technology, War and Remembrance. The Mephisto is a World War I German tank and the only surviving model of its type in the world. It was recovered by Australian troops and is housed at the Queensland Museum. Gents, many thanks for joining us. First off, what is the Mephisto? Mephisto is the sole survivor of 20 homegrown German tanks that were made during the First World War. Uh, they're officially known as Sturmpanzerwagen A7Vs. Um, the Germans really lagged behind the Allies in terms of tank development. Um, they originally planned to produce 100, but through all sorts of issues, they only actually produced 20 of them as tanks. And it's the only one that survives, so it makes it yeah, the, the rarest one well, of the rarest operational tank in the world. And can you tell us a little bit about how it ended up in Brisbane? Um, Mephisto's Queensland connection starts with the vehicle being um, mobilised on the battlefield near uh, Monument Wood, which is uh, close to Villers Britner on the 24th of April 1918 during the German, the very successful uh, German assault, which captured. Uh, the town of Villers Bretner, albeit very briefly, because the Australians counterattacked that very night, and then by Anzac Day 1918, Villers Bretner was, was in Australian hands. The tank wasn't knocked out uh, during the German assault; it had simply been immobilised um, in a shell crater. They got very low clearance, and it doesn't take too much for them to slip up, slip into, into a, something like that, an obstacle, and just get them got itself stuck. Um, they would have, the Germans would have had every intention to successfully recover the vehicle, um, seeing that they had captured Villers Bretner, but the, the events of the Australian counterattack just transformed the whole battlefield scenario. And Mephisto became basically um, isolated in no man's land between the German and the Allied lines um, near Monument Wood. And in July of 1918, uh, the 26th Battalion uh, slowly creeping their lines forward in preparation for the Battle Amiens. And over the 13th and 14th of July, they are able to envelop uh, the immobilised Mephisto on the battlefield and claimed it as captured on the 14th of July. And that then um, put into motion um, an operation that was created by the acting commander of the 26th Battalion, uh, Major James Alexander Robinson, uh, who was a Queensland school teacher. And uh, he arranged uh, to have the tank... Uh, recovered during a nighttime operation over the 22nd and 23rd of July. And that in itself is a special operation that, that involved um, aircraft overflying for background noise, um, artillery to periodically um, carry out barrages for additional background noises because they were using two gun carrier tanks from the first um, uh, gun carrier company from the uh, 5th Tank Brigade who were assisting as the actual... Uh, the mechanical uh, hard yards to drag Mephisto from the battlefield. So by all that background noise, they were able to uh, mask all the operation of the of the men and, and the vehicles 
dragging Mephisto off the battlefield. And really, that that um, started the uh, this ne- nearly 100-year uh, connection with, with Queensland. Um, when news of the capture was um, was in the Queensland press in early August of 1918, the first public figure to really make the call that Mephisto uh, should be brought to Queensland was the Queensland Labor Premier T.J. Ryan, who who saw it as a great coup for the Queenslanders and it's a, a war trophy we should have back here at home. And in terms of the 26th Battalion, were they predominantly a Queensland uh, unit? They were raised to the Nogra in Brisbane, but uh, it was actually a mixed Queensland and Tasmanian unit. Uh, there was two companies of Tasmanians uh, in, in the unit as well. Of course, as, as the war goes goes on, you know, there's losses, there's replacements, and the, the mix you know, will change. But, yeah, a race to the Nogra, um, and, yeah, originally Queenslanders and Tasmanians. Do I understand that the original plans was for the tank to be disembarked in Sydney and destined for Canberra? And so how did it actually end up in Brisbane? There's varying notions as to where it was is, was to end up. I mean, the, Mephisto was part of all the war trophies that were, you know, the war history collection. You know, the, Australia and New Zealand are littered with the war trophies that were gathered, um, particularly from the Western Front and the Middle East. Uh, the Australian War Memorial, obviously, as, at stages has felt it, it belongs within their collection, but the Australian War Memorial only actually came into existence in 1941. The, the original intention was an Australian War Museum, and it never had a permanent home until uh, the Australian War Memorial was opened in, in, in 1941. Um, so it had varying homes in Melbourne and Sydney and, and whatnot. The, the fact that it was captured by a Queensland unit, there was always a great um, case for it coming uh, between the uh, the Queensland Premier, the the Governor, the Agent General for Queensland in London, the Office of the Prime Minister, the, uh, the uh, and, and various other officials determining where this vehicle should end up. And in early 1920, the Office of the Prime Minister determined that the permanent home form of Fisto would be the Queensland Museum in Brisbane. Of course, en route in 1919, the vessel arrives in the Brisbane River and the vessel is um, unloaded. Um, there was considerable pressure brought to bear to, in support of Mephisto being, as I said, by the Queensland Governor and the and the Agent General and the Premier. And yeah, in, in June 1919, the vessel is unloaded on the uh, on at Norman Wharf on the Brisbane River and. It starts its Queensland uh, history well and truly at that point. I, th- I think the journey up to its home was about 11 hours and pulled up by tractors, which also gouged a few roads on the way, I understand. Oh, it, it's not an easy vehicle to manoeuvre. Um, yes, it was towed up by Brisbane City Council steamrollers, uh, one at the front, one at the back, and yeah, the feeling is the one at the back was to... Um, smooth over all the resultant road damage. Uh, Manoeuvring it round corners was a particularly difficult task, but yeah, after much yeah, sweat, toil and uh, labour, it they got it to the Clinton uh, Museum building on Gregory Terrace. One of the steel gates had to be removed and we yeah have a couple of photographs of it being manoeuvred through the gates into the grounds of the old Clinton Museum. 
And one of the shots is a lovely snapshot of early uh, transport in Queensland uh, at that point of time. You, know, you can see motor cars, horse-drawn vehicles, the two steamrollers and, of course, Mephisto in the middle of it, along with all of the applied soldier art. And what's the plan for the Mephisto now? It's due to go on permanent display, is it later this year? Uh, yes, it's in South Brisbane, Quinton Museum, South Brisbane at the moment. Unfortunately, where it is, is still a building site while they erect the uh, Anzac Legacy Gallery. Uh, from what uh, we know, it's due to be launched on the 11th of the 11th this year. If we could turn to your book that you've just co-authored, a book titled Mephisto Technology Warn and Remembrance, can you tell us about your book? Well, uh, there's a number of you know, themes that we follow, but yeah, in short, um, we're trying to put Mephisto into context. So the beginning, we look at the First World War, the Western Front in particular, uh, the science and technology that's going into trying to break out of that uh, trench warfare, followed by yeah, tanks as one of the, the attempted innovations. We look at tanks in general, um, A7Bs in particular, than the history of Mephisto. Then um, I'll hand over to Jeff for the, uh, the, uh, yeah, the, the Queensland story, the 26th Battalion story, and the remembered side. Special about this book is that we're able to tell more of the story of the history of the 26th Battalion on the Western Front. Um, it's one of the few Australian battalions that never uh, uh, had an, uh, one of those contemporary histories that were done in the immediate uh, post-war years. So the 26th Battalion story has never really had the, the coverage it, it, it deserves. Um, but this story within the book and the Fisto is that we're able to, to really, especially finding photos of some of the men who were involved, you know, put faces to the names, tell the, the personal stories and, and just look at sometimes what, what became of some of these men who are, who are going on the, the reports that were actually prepared in November 1918 by the intelligence officers of the 26th Battalion um, because the government, the Queensland government wanted to know uh, what was involved with the capture and recovery and they made the point of how humble these officers and men were and how reluctant they really were to sort of tell their story. They certainly didn't big note their roles whatsoever. But I think this book, we can tell their unique and, and stories and just looking at the service and the sacrifice of, of, of the men of the 26th Battalion, for which Mephisto really is a testament. It's a, you know, it's a, a de facto memorial to, the, to these men and, and also to the families. Because one thing Greg and I have noticed over the years that we've done talks on Mephisto and, and the 26th Battalion is how passionate the descendants are of the 26th Battalion soldiers. And we just did a talk yesterday and again with the descendants of the 26th and they are so proud of, of, the, of the service and the achievements of their ancestors. And, and Mephisto really represents um, all the men and the families of the, of the 26th Battalion of the 1st AIF. And for that reason, this book um, is incredibly special and quite appropriate, you know, in this, you know, 2018, in the final year of the uh, centenary of World War One, that we were able to achieve this outcome with the book. And the book title again is Mephisto, Technology, War and Remembrance. Where can people go to find out more about the book and, and indeed to purchase it? 
Okay, it's, it's simply a matter of getting onto the Queensland Museum website, go into the tab which says Shop, and then clicking on the the books list, and they'll come up there, and they can be ordered online. Um, if your listeners happen to be in Brisbane, well, it's just a matter of visiting the Queensland Museum, um, South Brisbane, and uh, going to the physical shop itself. But we are hoping to um, have it available through a number of other outlets, but we only launched it last uh, uh, Friday before last, so we're still in the early days of uh, shipping stock off. And a fascinating piece of Australian history, Greg and Jeff. Thank you so much for your time today and good luck uh, with the book. That's the podcast for today. We're keen to hear your feedback. That email again is info at thanksforyourservice.net or leave a comment on our Facebook page. And if you're listening to us via iTunes, please leave a review. Finally, if you're interested in sponsorship or support of this podcast, head to our website or email us. You can also support us via Patreon. The link is www.patreon.com. Thanks for your service. The version of the last post is courtesy of Rachel Bostock. You can find links to her music on our website and our Facebook page. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 